Those of you who joined us at both of our conferences this year, the Achieving Optimal Health Conference at Georgetown University and at Gasparilla Inn learned about our MC Squared course. The Mindful Community Collective is a push to get leaders, companies, coaches, and individuals to use practical ways to heal loneliness and disconnection in our relationships, which we know impacts our physical health more than any other factor. We have built the eight-week experience on six core habits, such as deep listening, speaking your truth, and forgiveness. You can find out more about what we are up to at mindfulcommunitycollective.com. People are yearning for information, having the opportunity to encourage people and to educate people and inspire people. It's amazing to be able to say we'll carve out time to take care of ourselves. There's something for everyone. Dora and I are thrilled to say hello and to talk to Hannah Lane from AWG Bakery in Orange County, California. Hannah is the founder of AWG Bakery and actually one of the best breads Dora and I have ever had. After years of health issues and not having a bread due to a gluten-free paleo lifestyle, Hannah decided it was time to create one. She said she could not find a bread that checked all these boxes and actually tasted good. So she decided to spend a year putting together a recipe that now today has become AWG bread. And we are all so thrilled that she did do that. So Welcome, Hannah. We are anxious to hear your story. Welcome, Hannah, to HealthGate. We're thrilled you're here. Thank you so much for having me. We love what you do. We love your story. And we just want to begin by hearing a little bit about you and how you began your entrepreneurship at AWG. Just begin at the beginning because people want to know about you. I was a dancer since I was three years old. And with that came being super aware of your body and eating well. And so my love of health started way back then because I was always very aware of what I was eating, but very basic. And so I danced my whole life. I danced professionally and I started to get into the food business. I started, I worked for a few different health food companies and I absolutely loved it. It was my passion. I love all things health foods. I mean, like I, on a weekend, going to Whole Foods and looking at all the food products is fun to me, especially there's a place in LA here called Erewhon Market. And it is absolutely, it's like the healthiest, delicious food you can buy. And it's the best. I loved it so much. And so I started working for these health food companies. I actually started working for a protein bar startup and I helped them. I was helping the owner built it from the bottom up. And I, during this time, I actually, I got pretty sick. I was fatigued. I just was not feeling how at this time a 23 year old should be feeling. And I did all sorts of work to try to figure out what this was. I tried my holistic approach with kind of doing my own thing. And it just, I couldn't figure out what was wrong. And it was very frustrating and really hard when I'm that young and I should be vibrant. And it was not that at all. So I then turned to Western medicine. I went to just a typical doctor and I tried to get all these blood tests. And I found out that I had hyperthyroidism through this doctor. And they were like, we're going to put you on medication. You're going to be on this for the rest of your life. And this is what it is. And it was really hard for me to hear because being somebody who's super healthy it was just really not what I was going for in my life. And I did not want to accept that. 
So I did go on this medication. It helped me some, but not really. I went back to the doctor. They said, you know, we're just going to up your dose and we're just going to keep upping it until, you know, for the rest of your life again. And then I found a functional medicine doctor who I is amazing. I did a comprehensive panel with her hormones, all of that, and really got to the root cause of all of my issues. I had Hashimoto's hypothyroidism and they, she didn't, we don't know exactly how it started, but environmental gluten grains, it could be from so many things, plastics. So I just did a total lifestyle overhaul and changed my whole life, cut out stress as much as I could. Of course, it's easier said than done. It would really made it intentional to change my entire life. And with this, I put my Hashimoto's in remission. And during this time is when I started working on my recipe um, for AWG because part of the things I had to cut out with this came bread. And cutting out bread it sucks. Nobody wants to cut out bread. That's like one of those things when somebody's going to go on a diet, they're like kind of cut out bread. That's like the first thing. And it, it was just something that I was like, there has to be something better out there. I went to the grocery store, there's gluten-free breads, but there's, I'm, I'm sorry, there's just bad ingredients that are worse than normal bread. And then I had to be grain-free too. I adopted a paleo lifestyle to help with this healing and grain-free breads. There's still, which is nothing that was that good. And a tasted good was huge. So I worked on this recipe for over a year and came up with the recipe that is now our AVWG bread recipe. I worked on my kitchen. At the same time, the startup I was working for funding fell through. So I didn't have a job, but I had this amazing recipe. So I went for it. I posted on a local Facebook page and said, I have this delicious, healthy bread. You know, who wants it? And it went... <laughs> crazy. I couldn't believe it. I had hundreds of people messaging me that they wanted this bread. And I'm in my kitchen. I can only make eight loaves a day. (laughs) (laughs) And it takes so long to make. I could only make eight a day. So I knew there was something right then because people truly wanted a product like this. And bread is something that people just, you need, you know, cookies is cookies are nice and cakes is nice, but bread is like, if I can have that, I'm good. So I, then started selling it at my kitchen. I think I was actually losing money because of how much I was selling it for and how much it was costing me. And it was just no rhyme or reason. And everybody was, was like, what are you doing? You know, you're not making money. This is crazy. But I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs and my mom, my parents owned a business. My grandparents owned a business. My great, great grandparents were um, inventors. I mean, it just, I grew up with basically if you want something, just go for it. And who cares? And just give it a shot. So I started, I did it for six months. And then my aunt actually was like, I think you really have something here. Let's officially make this a business. Let's get an office. Let's get a bakery to make this for us. And let's ship it nationwide. And we did it. We started and that was about two years. And that's what we've been doing since then. That's incredible. And how did you come up with the name AWG? So I started selling it on my Instagram originally before it was a business. And my Instagram is where I shared recipes and wellness tips and everything like that. And it was called Air, Water, and Greens. And so everybody knew me for six months that it was selling as Air, Water, and Greens. So when we started it as an official company, we didn't want to keep Air, Water, and Greens necessarily. We thought it was long, but we wanted to keep that same feeling. So we just abbreviated it to AWG and we still love it, how it encompasses us as a company, 
just as a whole lifestyle, you know, from everything from eating your greens to breathing healthy air and drinking water. And we just feel like it's just, it really represents our company still. And I, we saw on your website, you're in LA, right? In Orange County and also yes. Tennessee. How did you get to Tennessee? We have a restaurant chain there that sells us on our menu. So he actually reached out to us and same with Air One that were sold at all of their locations. They're a perfect fit for us because they're just the top notch grocery store there. Trisha and I both love the bread and I was so excited. Trisha discovered you. And the thing about the bread is it tastes like bread. It doesn't taste like cardboard or some of the gluten-free things. Can you tell us why it's so doughy and delicious? Yeah, it's definitely, like you said, it's so different than a typical grain-free or gluten-free bread. That would be kind of cardboardish or just right. not bread-like. So that was really difficult and took a year to work on because the other ones are kind of like, you don't feel that full satisfaction when you're eating yeah. it. But we have a three base flours, which is arrowroot, almond, and coconut flour. And what's nice about them is a typical gluten-free bread would be made out of a rice flour, oat flour, a heavy grain, which is more inflammatory and more carby and isn't as satiating. But ours are really nutrient-dense, which makes it super different. And it's delicious. And it really fills you up because it's not just that grain-based flour. So those three really make it into that nice bread flavor but I can't tell the full secret. No, no, don't do that. (laughs) No, it's so good. Are you going to go further out and do other kinds of breads or are you pretty much staying with what you've got? We definitely would love to do, we're planning on doing more bread products, hopefully in the sweets category, in the grain-free still and gluten-free. And we would love to do all of that. That's Mm -hmm. our plan. And expand. So Hannah, When you started telling us your story, you said that you were a dancer and that you were a professional dancer. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I started dancing when I was three. I competed my whole life. That was really, truly my life that I went to school. And then second I got out of school, I went to dance practice. And that was just really my passion when I was younger. And then when I was 18, I went to go work for a major uh, tourism company. And I did that for eight years. And that was the best. I loved it. It was so much fun. That's so fun. And that's when you decided to start working in the field of health and wellness. Yes. And And you also told us that you have a new little baby. Yes. I have (laughs) a three month old and it's not so little. (laughs) He's a big boy. He's 20 pounds. (laughs) That's incredible. How long was he when he was born? 23 inches. Whoa. So 23 inches. And you mentioned just that he was 10 pounds when he was born. Yeah. And now he's 10 he's... pounds, born at home, 23 inches. And now he's 20 pounds. So he's doubled his weight. Oh my God. That's incredible. And are you back working full time? I am. But you know, with it being my company, it's so nice because it goes both ways because I work 24 seven, but I do have the flexibility to do things around my own schedule too. So that's true. Yeah. If you had anything to say now that you're a young, successful um, mother and woman entrepreneur, what would you want to share with our listeners? You know, I think t- to really pursue your passion in life. I have, I know people who are just doing what going into the system, doing what they think they should do and settling. And for me, 
that was just never, like I said, growing up with entrepreneurs. When I was younger, I grew up in my parents' shop and I was like, I am never doing this. This is so stressful. This is owning a business is crazy. And that's something I never want to do. And here I am. And I think because it was just in my blood. But I think just really pursuing your passion. And of course, everybody's job isn't going to be their passion, but it really truly, I think, connects you with who you are. And for me, doing my passion is really, I'm trying to get the bread out there for everybody who needs it. I think that's the real passion behind the company is there's so many people out there with dietary restrictions or just want to eat healthy. And we as a company just want to get that bread out there to people who just need that staple of bread back in their lives again. And as Dora said at the beginning, it's so true. Like you, there's bread and we love breads. And we would choose that bread regardless. I mean, it tastes so good. And it's, as Dora said, Dora, after you ate it, you said, I don't even feel heavy. Do you remember you said it doesn't yeah, have that? It's, it's light and delicious and everything about it's good. Mm-hmm. So do you, it sounds like I'm, you may have answered this question, but do you have anybody who mentored you as a woman entrepreneur? Maybe besides your family, it sounds like your family had a big role in your interest and business life. But is there anybody that you look up to that's mentored you? Definitely my aunt, who is my partner, once again, family. She was the one who partnered with me. She was older. You know, she had that other side of experience. She had the marketing and sales experience, which really helped. But I also feel like for both of us, just going for it, learning on our own, there's so many resources out there nowadays podcasts. I mean, everything that's online, you don't need a business degree to start a business anymore. I mean, you can go Google, you can get anything you need. So I think for me doing business was taking it day by day and learning on my own, doing, you know, listening to webinars. There's so many resources nowadays that I feel like for anything anybody wants to do is just so available. So for me, it was spending every day trying to learn as much as I could about owning a business because there was a lot to it, more than I even guessed. How do you see your business growing? What does that look like? So our biggest part of our business right now is shipping nationwide to all those people who don't have the access to healthy food is a huge part of our business. But right now we're really working on getting into all the Whole Foods, all of the local stores for those people anywhere in the U.S. to have access to our bread. So Whole Foods, Costco, that is really where we would like to be so anybody can have access. What's your bakery like or your commissary? What's it called and how big is it and where do you do the baking? So we do the baking in L.A. We have a bakery there that makes it all for us. They're all trained by us. And they, you know, make other breads as well. And it's a big bakery for sure, but it's still, we're still a small business. So it's still a small gluten-free only kitchen, which is really important for our customers because we have so many celiac customers. When you talked about reversing your Hashimoto's, is it still in remission? Do you have any more issues with that? It's definitely always something that I have to be super aware of. I still eat gluten and grain-free and I'm still aware of environmental toxins. I don't use plastic and water and all of that. I don't, Hashimoto's doesn't ever really go away. I will be in remission, but like when I had a baby, I had to be super aware that my hormones didn't go crazy after that. And so it's something I always have to be watching basically. But 
I'm now that it's remission, I'm pretty confident I can keep it there. Yeah. Yeah. And as you said, keeping gluten free is a huge part of that. Huge. I mean, for anybody, it's crazy how many issues gluten causes for people. Somebody can have migraines. It could be gluten. Somebody could be not sleeping. It could be gluten. The research that's come out about gluten affecting people's health, whether you're celiac or not, is huge. And they say gluten is just an a lot of things that you yes. don't even expect it to be in like even creams and lotions, which yes. is just crazy. And like yeah. shredded cheese. I was at a grocery yeah. store and I looked at shredded cheese and there was gluten in it. And it's. Yeah. It's, it's in things again that you would not expect. Yes. You know. So in addition to being gluten-free and are you still paleo, I assume, how else do you take care of yourself? Um, mind, body, and spirit. So it was huge for me. I'm super into meditating and prayer. And for me, meditating morning and night is just huge on setting my day up for success. Also, gratitude is huge for me as well. Writing down a few things I'm grateful for in the morning, I also feel like sets me up really well. I don't know if I've been as good about meditating now that I have a newborn, but (laughs) (laughs) that's hard. (laughs) But I think overall wellness, keeping stress to a minimum was huge for me. I think I had a low level stress all the time, which I honestly think maybe could have caused my issues in the first place. Just that low level, like anxiety you feel in your chest. So for me, breath work has been huge. I do the Wim Hof method. Oh, do you? Yes. Wim Hof, that has been so great. Totally. I cannot believe I was not a believer in breath work until I started doing it on my own. And then as well as cutting out chemicals, my water, I have an AquaTrue water filter. That's a reverse osmosis. I did, I think you can go online and see in your area how many chemicals are in your yes. water. Yeah. And I did it and it was scary how bad that was. So a shower water filter was also huge for me. So I think in that an overall, just like a lifestyle, just ha- not that stress is really huge. Mm-hmm. Are you still dancing? I do take dance classes, but I'm not dancing for work anymore. But I do. Yeah. Yeah. I still dance, dance for, for joy. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's dance for joy. Yes. Do you sing too? A lot I, with dance? So I was in choir at my school my whole life and I always wanted to sing, but I'm just was not good and not enough to be like professionally, but I love to sing. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Like when you're dancing, but it's fun to sing. <laughs> yeah. My dream was so, to be on Broadway. Yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you have more talent than I did in that regard. For our listeners, they're going to want to buy your bread because I'm telling you, you want to buy <laughs> Hannah's bread. How are they? How do they find it? Tell us how to find your bread. So our website is awgbakery.com. And from there, you can find where we're sold in stores right now, or you can order online and we ship nationwide. So anybody that wants it in the U.S. can get our bread within one to four shipping days. And then also in SoCal, we're in a bunch of stores. We're on the menu at a few different options in SoCal. And you can go to our Instagram as well, which is AWG Bakery, where we share all sorts of recipes and health tips and all sorts of things. Our website too, we have recipe section, which is so fun to do different things with the bread, French toast and 
egg in the hole, all sorts of delicious things you can do. No, that is really fun. And something that Dora and I are doing is we're ordering together. Yes. And we're ordering a lot. And then we're going to put it in our freezers. And you had suggested that before. And I think that that's working really well for us. Yeah, that's huge. How, just on the practical side, how long does the bread last in a refrigerator? Or is that how you recommend we keep the bread? Yes. Yeah. If you have it shipped to you, put it in the fridge right away. And within a few days, slice it and freeze it. And you definitely want to toast the bread. The The bread is dense. And then as soon as you toast it, it makes it into that perfect bread texture. So if you slice it before you put it in the freezer, you can just take out a slice and put it right into the toaster oven. That's mm. great. And what about the rolls? Because I, I just, the rolls are great. I mean, just heat it up a little. How do you suggest you use those? So I like to cut the rolls in half or thirds and put them in the oven and put them on broil for a little bit and it crisps up the inside. And oh my gosh, those are my favorite for all holidays. Those are huge. The rosemary minis, which are our rosemary rolls are so good. That's one of my favorite items we have. It's just, they are outstanding. Hannah, this has been awesome. Thank you for dedicating your life to those of us that love bread. Thank you so much (laughs) for having me. Thank you for joining us on HealthGig. We loved having you with us. We hope you'll tune in again next week. In the meantime, be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast and follow us on healthgigpod.com. I'm Trisha. And I'm Doro. Be well.